This is season two, episode two. First comes love, then comes marriage. Um, so I first wanted to start it off with the hot topics of the week. So there were two hot topics of the week that I wanted to talk about. Um, the first one being the Gabrielle Union situation. Um, because I had posted something about what did y'all think about surrogacy? And the reason I posted that is because I was trying to make some extra cash. And so I really thought about it. I was like, I'll be blessing somebody and I'll be getting paid for it. So, but everybody thought I was joking. I wasn't joking. I was, I was like really doing my research on it. Um, so I was trying to get people opinion about it because I didn't know how people felt about it. When I started researching it, I never knew like the ins and outs of everything. So, um, you know that Gabrielle Union, um, had her baby this past week, um, through a surrogate. And so she posted the baby and I was really happy for her because she's been through like a traumatic experience, um, with trying to conceive, um, and then she did, I think they say she carried up until five months with one of the babies and, and lost it. So I can't imagine going through, you know, that type of ordeal. Like, I think it was nine miscarriages. Like, that's something traumatic to go through. Um, so she posted that and um, people were like really negative in her comments. Like, they were like, why is she laying in the hospital bed pretending like she had the baby? Why is she in a gown, like, acting like she did all the work and all this other stuff? So, okay, I want to know what y'all think about it. So, write in the comments what y'all thought about it. Um, if you haven't read up on it, look on the Shade Room. Um, go to her page on Instagram and just, just look through the comments. Y'all know how news we are. We like to be up in everybody's comments. Um, but I was like surprised that people were like talking so negatively about it. Like, I feel as though it's the same thing as being a foster mom or an adopted mom or a stepmom, um, a godmom. Like, it's the same thing. You may not have birthed that child, um, physically and medically, um, but you, you have a connection to that child. So, when that child comes in your life, whether it, whether it comes through a relationship where you're blended, blending two families, whether um, you adopt a child, whether you foster children. Um, I've been following um, a young lady who fosters children, and I think it's amazing. Uh, like, she kind of shares some of her experiences with that. So I think that's cool. But I'm like, you guys cannot take away from her having this connection to being a mom like when this baby came out it's hers like she's now a mom of this child and when you become a mom of a child when you become a mom this the feeling and the connection with your child whether you birth it or not is like ridiculous I mean even before I had kids like my nieces and my nephew um I feel like they were like I had a connection to them like if you mess with them it's a problem and you have that emotional connection. You have that physical connection. It's just on a whole nother level. So I thought it was pretty evil of people to just like go off like that instead of congratulating her and being happy for her. Like this is probably a dream of hers that she had for a very long time. 
Like we all say, I don't know if I want to have kids. But then when you're medically told that you can't have kids, that is like a traumatic experience. Um, I was actually told that um, I was working at NIH and I, I like passed out in my supervisor's office. And so they rushed me to the hospital or whatever. My supervisor actually took me to the hospital. And so um, they were giving me like the, the conversation about fibroids and everything like that. And they told me that I may or may not be able to have kids one day. And so at that time, I was just like, I don't know if I want kids, blah, blah, blah. But then to hear that, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, what if I can't ever have kids? That's a whole different situation, you know? So I'm just like, I feel for her. Um, I mean, celebrities, I guess some of them are used to it, but they shouldn't have to like deal with that. Um, but yeah, I can have kids cause I have two. <laughs> But that was the first topic I wanted to talk about. The second one was um, the Michelle Obama and her sharing her miscarriage stories. Um, I thought that was very brave, which is why she'll always be Flotus to me. Okay. So I thought that was very brave. And I think that's like a conversation that should be had more often. Like a lot of women may feel as though they're all alone. And and that's what I kind of said when I first started Momish, like, I'm one mom, like, I have my experience, I have my background, I have my stories, but they may not be the stories that another mom may need to hear, which is why I bring other moms on with different backgrounds and different experiences um, to kind of share their stories because they're impacting other moms. Like, this is a, a community of moms. So I thought that it was dope that Michelle Obama spoke on that. Um, and I'm actually excited about the episode, uh... I'm probably going to cry. <laughs> and I hope it's not an ugly cry because the y'all going to be like, oh, she ugly crying on FaceTime Live, Facebook Live. Um, but I think it's brave for the person who told me that they would come on and talk about their experience with that because I think it's important that we share our stories and we're there for each other and support each other and encourage each other and kind of let the other moms know that, hey, I go through that too. So that was really dope of Michelle Obama. Um, so anyway, this episode was when I first started Momish. I one of the questions uh, Curtis asked me was, "What was like something I wanted to dive into?" And not always. I was like, the first thing that I really want to dive into is the misconception that married moms have it easy. Like a lot of women think that married moms are like the privileged moms because they're like you got a two partner household two parent household like you have john you're blessed like your life is so easy i'm like what no 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 that's not how that goes that's just not how it goes is i'm not taking away from the single moms or whatever your situation may be um i will say that it's a blessing to have help however like don't get it twisted like uh, a mom is still a mom like um today i have on this uh mom what i do every day every day and the stay woke hat because that's what i'm trying to do right now because i'm exhausted um and that's that's my daily thing like i'm a mom and i'm a wife and so this episode is first comes love first first comes love then comes then comes marriage um, if you don't know 
my birthing story, um, Hunter came before me and John were married. Um, and we lived in two different households, guys. So John was still living with his parents and I was living with my parents. Um, we didn't move in with each other into our house until after we were married. And it wasn't necessarily um, a religious thing, even though it had a play in the part. But we were just kind of waiting to save up our money to get a house. But so I pretty much had Hunter on a full time basis for a whole year at my mom's house. Um, and it was totally different. Um, but sometimes I feel like it may have been like a little easier because it's just me. And so I have my routine and I know what I'm doing with him and I know how to discipline him and I know what I want to do when I want to do it type thing. Whereas when you're coming into a combined household, which is one of the things um, when we first got married and moved in together, like raising Hunter was like butting heads sometimes because... Like we had two different schedules set up because he was doing what he was doing and I was doing what I was doing and now we're trying to do it together. So that was like a big thing. Um, also, the two jobs are tiresome in one. Like um, if you guys seen this past weekend, um, the surprise date night that I did uh, for John, um, it was one half his for his birthday because people was like, oh, you just did that randomly. I mean, I do stuff like that. But <laughs> but it was uh, his birthday is the day before Thanksgiving. So I was like, you know what? We're probably not going to be able to go out the day before Thanksgiving. So because it's just a lot. We help cook, help cook in my mom's house and everything. It's just a, it's too much. So I was like, let me do this. Um, and the reason why I think it's so important um that I did that, me personally, one, to celebrate his birthday, but two, because I feel as though um, a lot of times when we become moms, if you're a wife and a mom, and if you're in the comments, let me know what you think. When you're a wife and a mom, it's kind of like doing both jobs becomes hard sometimes. Like, it's sometimes I don't want to do either job. <laughs> and then it's sometimes where, like, I'm killing the mom game, but I might be slacking in the wife game. And I'm just, like, always putting the boys first. Like, oh, they need this, they need that. Like, and I'm exhausting myself in the mom box. And the wife box is like, oh, you know, I don't know. It'll get, I guess we'll do something eventually. Um, and also, sometimes I'm, like, not even feeling the wife game when I'm exhausted from being a mom. Like, if I come home, I'm a full-time employee, um, you're so I'm a mom, full time employee. I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. I'm all of this stuff, and I have all of these jobs. And so sometimes I come home from my nine to five, and I'm exhausted, and I'm like lugging Jackson in here, and then I gotta cook dinner. And sometimes y'all be yelling, not yelling, but yelling in my head. I'll be like, listen, like who made up this rule that women have to cook, like in my head I'm like what happened what is going on and it's not necessarily that women have to cook but I think it's always been like more in our role so I come home and I cook I try to cook like throughout the week um I I have to like clean after I cook then I have to get clothes ready for myself Hunter and Jackson for the next day um I have to pack the diaper bags like it's so much you have to it's just so tedious and so tiresome and I've already dealt with nonsense at work and so can I like do I feel like hugging and kissing all the time nope 
Do I <laughs> do I feel like being Mrs. Sexy Time? Nope. Like I sometimes we like try to make time. We we most of the time we make time for each other. We that's like important for us in in the house. And so it may not be huge, but we'll go upstairs and we'll be like TV date tonight. And it's like cool TV date tonight. But it's some nights I'm like, babe, I'm not gonna make it. Like I'm about to fall asleep. And not fall asleep. And there's some nights where I'm like, oh, uh, can we just do like blackish or something? Because that's like 30 minutes, and I think that's how long I'm last 30 minutes. And then there's some nights when I gotta telework the next day, or I know I'm not gonna be going to work or whatever, and we'll stay up for a long time and watch movies and watch TV or whatever. But it's just the balance is so hard, and so when people say, "You got it easy, you're blessed." Um, and I was watching another couple. They did a dope uh, video, Kier and them. Check them out on YouTube. Um, and she was saying they're engaged. They're currently engaged. And she made a comment, which I, it hit hard because she was saying a lot of people think that when the woman gets the ring, that's like our goal. That's our end goal. And I, and everybody's like, well, you got you got the ring. You're engaged. You're getting married. And we supposed to be jumping for joy and, and like it's an Olympic medal or something. Like, no. Like, okay, I got the ring and I'm married, but that's not like my end goal. It's so, it's kind of like I had to learn to find the balance because I was getting exhausted. I was feeling like I was doing everything. And a lot of times, when you don't re-examine yourself, I had to re-examine myself and say, hey, like, this is my 100%. And I feel like I'm packing, I'm, sometimes I'm cooking dinner, washing bottles, packing diaper bags, doing it all at the same time. Like, I feel like an octopus. Whereas John may be giving them a bath. And I'm like, I just did all of this. I packed this, I packed the beds, I washed the dishes, I washed the bottles, I cooked this whole meal. But... I don't, I didn't used to appreciate, well, he gave him the, he gave them the bath and that's taking something off my list. And, and like a motherly, the motherly roles are totally different from like fatherly roles. So I feel like now that I've done that and I'm paying attention, like I appreciate everything like he does. And oh, Kwaisha say you have to delegate some of the jobs. I know it's hard, especially if you're OCD like me. So that was, so today I had to, uh, I was really tired, y'all. Like yesterday I had a full day. And so we picked up the kids. Then we had an event where we were for hours with me with the kids. Um, and then I went out for one of my friend's birthdays. And I'm exhausted today. Like I was like, crap, I just want to stay in bed all day. But I had to laundry, do laundry and I had to go grocery shopping. So John was like, I got to go to Lowe's or whatever. So I can go to Sam's if you want me to. And I was like, no. Like, grocery shopping's my thing because, like, I guess he was like, you kind of just gave me the list. But when you when you write down a list and go to the grocery store, it's two different things to me. Like, I might write, I wrote a whole handwritten list out today. And when I got in the grocery store, I was like, oh, I need that too. Oh, I need that too. So I'm, like, browsing down the aisles and I, and I pick up stuff. So I was like, no, but thanks, babe, for offering, but... No, I'll I'll go to the grocery store, even though I don't feel like go, going, I'm going to go. But he offered, and it was great. Um, but it's just stuff like that that you're like, you could just delegate in to, and have him do it. But 
Yes, 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 yes. Monica, Monica said, um, and for people that's listening on iTunes, um, I'm currently on Facebook Live, and these are my co-hosts, so they're amazing. Uh, Monica said, that's my fear, though. When I have kids, I'm going to butt heads with my child's father because I want to raise them a certain way. Yes, um, that happens. That really does happen, and you just have to pray, and you have to get on one accord with, um, and you have to communicate. Communication is the biggest thing. Like, if you don't communicate, throw the whole marriage away. Like, seriously, throw the entire marriage away. Like, communication is key, and it comes with time, and it comes with uh, breaking those personality barriers, because I used to literally shut down. And I still do it sometimes, depending on what what happened. And I'll just be like silent treatment <laughs> until I feel like getting on his nerves again, and then I'm joking again. And but John's not like that. Like he'll be like, well, "What's wrong?" And I'll be like, "Nothing," or I'll just walk away. Like I don't feel like talking about it. Um, and so that's a, that's one thing I thought was really dope. The red table talk was amazing with Jada and Will, and I was like, I don't know how they went twenty years working these problems out but i thought it was amazing that they they that they talked about marriage and, and black marriages and and the issues that people have in their marriages because people think that um marriages are extremely perfect it's not people who are not perfect nobody's perfect um but you just have to find that person that you can accept their imperfections with and kind of be perfect together so when people be like goals the carters are goals like i be appreciating that and i love y'all for that y'all so dope for that um but it's a it's work like behind the scenes work like the instagram pictures are nice and everything i post is truthful because listen i don't i don't be doing no fraud stuff but um i just want y'all to know like it comes with work it comes with prayer it comes with communication it comes with compromise it comes with sacrifice it comes with uh, being annoyed sometimes. It comes with just being emotionally drained and exhausted. Um, it comes with a lot. Like, <laughs> But um, so I just say that to say, no, like being a married mom doesn't make me a privileged mom. It just makes me... Um, have two different jobs and they both need to be done simultaneously like I can't slack off on my mommy duties like Jackson and Hunter come first like I know that I, I have to Jackson's crying right now but John has them because I was gonna ask him to join me on here because um, I was telling y'all like y'all can ask me questions in my inbox and y'all can still ask me uh, questions on here as well um, but I was going to have him come on here um, and just chat it up with me today. I ain't really asked him, so <laughs> he might be in my comments in a few. But uh, what I was about to say. Oh, and another thing. So date night. Because somebody said, one of my friends was like, um, she was like, y'all always out. Like, y'all always out. Who be having y'all kids? Like, it may seem like we always out, but we're not. Like, um our kids are my kids are always with me like I'm not one of those moms with she don't never got her kids I we always got our kids but when the grandparents uh call for them hey we send them and uh they're the only grandkids on my husband's side so they're extremely spoiled and they go all the time now my mom I may ask her 
like, mom, please, please, can you watch the kids? Can you watch the kids? Can you watch the kids? And she'll be like, sometimes she'll say no. And sometimes she'll say yes. So the past two Saturdays, she watched them. What she, I don't remember what she watched them for that first Saturday. John, do you remember? Sorry, y'all. I know last Saturday, it was my surprise date. And I was taking John out, so she kept them overnight. Um, oh, we had the Halloween party the weekend before. Um, so shout out to the grandparents. Like pretty much that's my, those are my only babysitters, my mom and his parents. Those are our only babysitters. So when we get the babysitters, sometimes we ask, but we ask ahead of time. And sometimes they just ask for them. Um, so I'm not, we're not always out. And if you see me out by myself without, uh, John, that means John has the kids, um, or vice versa. So it takes a support system, one. So I can never imagine being a mom without a support system because, like, that's why I would never move out of out of state because I'm just so comfortable with my support system being here because, like, you need that balance. Like, when you're in a marriage and you're being a mom, you need that balance. So we try to have, like, regular date nights and we try to uh, fit each other in or whatever because... On date nights, I'm a whole different type of person. Like, we're actually communicating. We're having a full conversation without Hunter. One, being uh, competitive. Because Hunter competes with me for John's time, y'all. And so, in the house, I might come home and try and tell him, like, the tea. And I do that a lot because he gets annoyed. He's like, stop calling me girl. Because when it's deep, I'll be like, girl. <laughs> I'll be like, I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean to call you girl. But, uh... Like, I be giving him the tea, so he be knowing pretty much all y'all business. Say, like, no, nah, I'm joking. <laughs> but, uh, Kwaisha said, Keila, you are ahead of the game. The nights we have babysitter, I fall asleep. So, that's usually my dilemma. Like, my dilemma is we got a sitter. So, do I want to sleep or do I want to go out? And usually we choose go out and then we regret it when it's time to pick up the kids. We like, dang, we should have just stayed in and just slept and chilled. But we we never we never do it ever, ever, ever. Um, but on those date nights, we're able to talk to each other. We're able to um, have those conversations that we're not able to have when the kids are around because we're running around like two chickens with our necks cut off or hunter like i said hunters interjected into the conversation and sometimes i get i get so mad y'all because hunter's like a little brother sometimes i'm like i know you see me talking like i gotta compete with him for john's attention but i also don't want to make him feel like he's left out either so you know it just works but i'm like shoot so the date nights are important for us because we get to like be with one another where we're during the week it's crazy y'all it's nuts up in here like and a lot of people you might see me with jackson majority of the time because that's kind of how it works like it just naturally happens like that jackson is mostly with me and hunter stays with john because i'm just the nanny who lives here and cooks and sleeps with the husband because hunter i'm like hunter do you do you know i'm your other parent do you know sometimes um, so I do have Jackson majority of the time. So that's another thing that comes with being a mom of two is balancing your time between the two kids. So sometimes I really sit there and I'll talk to John and be like, uh, like Hunter, you know, 
I feel like sometimes I feel like I'm losing my bond with Hunter because he goes to John majority of the time. But I think that's just I always thought that, oh, I'm going to have my boy and the boys are closer to their moms. But that's not really the case. It was when he was younger, but now he just be leaving me like, bye, mom. Hopefully Jackson stays with me, but I don't know. Um, so I, I try to make that time. So not only did I do a date night for John last weekend, I did a date day with Hunter this week where me and him just went to the movies and he was, and even then he was so unappreciative and ungrateful. He was like, I really wish my dad could come with us. Really? Really? Like, I was like, I'm trying to take you out on a date. Like, it's me and you going on a date. Isn't that cool? Um... Yeah, but I just really want my whole family. I'm like, okay. But me and we had fun until he started acting up. But we had fun. We went to Target. And I tried to talk talk to him about school. Or I just found out he wanted to be a firefighter today when he grows up, which was good. But it's just uh, it's hard I think when I just had Hunter, it was a little easier or it felt easier at least because it was like, it's either Hunter or John. And now it's, it's either Hunter, John or Jackson. And I'm just like spreading like this. Um, so any questions y'all may have about my life or how I'm balancing being a mom and a wife? Um, some people may not think that it's a big deal, but I think it's a big deal to me. So I celebrate my accomplishments, honey. Okay. I be celebrating my accomplishments like, oh, I got this done today. I got all this stuff done today. And I spent time with my husband. So I'm killing the game on this Wednesday or whatever day it is that I feel like I'm killing the game. Um, It was something else I wanted to say. Oh, and then um, with like marriage, I just feel like it's healthy to have your separate time too so we have our times together and then we have our separate times where john goes out with his guys i go out with my girls which is usually my sisters and then um i usually um i usually have fun majority of the time but there's times when i may go out with my girls and i'm like me and john want to have fun doing this so those there are those times where i'm like that's he's like my best friend like I'm like, we would have been lit. We would have been partying, you know. So those are good times. Um, but I think that is a key balance. Like, I don't feel like, I mean, some, some married couples are always together, which is cool. That's cool. But with us, the healthy balance is great. Like, we do us and then we do us, you know. But um, it was another thing I was going to talk about. I forgot, y'all. Oh, and then also, um, I never get to get anything for myself. So this weekend, I was able to go and purchase some, like, clothes for myself. And it felt good. It was cheap clothes, but it was clothes. Um, because I'm always, always, always shopping for the boys. Like, I'm always shopping for Hunter and Jackson. Like, I literally online shop, go out to Target, go out to wherever, Gap, Czar. I'm always shopping for them. Like, I make sure that they always have, like, the cutest clothes because I like the fashion. But I kind of 
slacked off on treating myself too. So that's important as a mom to make sure that you're taking care of yourself um, and making sure that you uh, treat yourself sometimes. I got my nails done for the first time in like forever, probably like since my birthday in February. <laughs> that's bad. Um, but I got my nails done for date night last week. I was like, these, I'm not taking these nubs out. So I was excited about that. Even though the nail shop that I went to stopped serving wine. I was like, uh, and I don't have my wine today, y'all, because I went out last night and I can't, I can't do no more wine today. But, um, Nana said, do you try to balance it with girls night and then date night monthly? Yes. Um, we kind of do date night a little more than monthly. <laughs> if we have sitters, we kind of try to sneak it in. Um, and, and we don't always, we don't always call it date night as going out. Like on Wednesdays uh, or Thursdays, whatever day that I have like telework the next day, we kind of do a date night where, hey, you want to do TV date or whatever. Um, and so we watch Chicago PD or we watch Greenleaf or... Uh, we watch Blackish, um, and there's sometimes where we we haven't played games in a while. We haven't played games in a while, so but we we used to do that. We used to try to play games or whatever. Um, but we don't we haven't done that in a while because it's hard with two kids. Um, shoot, I'm losing my train of thought, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, so treat yourself as a mom. Go out and treat yourself. Enjoy life. Like, take that little bit of money. Because, I mean, the clothes that I got this week was not expensive. Like, I got some $14.99 pants. <laughs> and I was excited about that. Um, I got a $5.99 shirt from TJ Maxx. Um, it was just little stuff. I got some little boot booties from Marshalls. Like, but I felt good about myself because I... I Finally spent some time with myself. I went to the movies with my mom um, and my sister and my niece. And it was a blast. Like, I got to laugh. I got to get in my car without feeling exhausted or putting the kids in and yelling at Hunter to stop doing whatever he's doing. So, I was able to walk through the mall with a peace of mind. Like, it's, it's the little things that matter. I tend to get buyer's remorse when I purchase myself things. Like, I'll go to Ross and buy a 1099 dress and get home. Then I'm like, that could have went to KJ. Oh, that happens to me all the time. Um, especially it just happened in Target. Because I went in and they were having a huge boy sale. And it was like, all the stuff that I wanted for Hunter was going on sale. So I was like, grabbing it. I was like, extra small, extra small, extra small. Grabbed all of this stuff, and then they had when I first walked in, they had socks for a dollar to get the holiday socks, and I picked up three pairs, so that was three dollars. And after I picked up all his stuff, I was like, I should probably put these socks back. And I was like, No, I'm gonna get these three, it's only three dollars on myself. So I got the three dollar socks, y'all, and they cozy. I will show y'all, but I ain't lifting my leg all the way up here, that's crazy. But no, the three dollar socks was like bomb for me so make sure you do that if you're uh married or if you're in a relationship um or if you're dating make sure that you take time for that part of your life as well even if you're dating yourself date yourself go to the movies i personally love to go to the movies by myself i like to go to eat by myself now i'll go get a glass of wine by myself now 
it's the year of the 30s i don't know but i do stuff by myself now where i didn't used to do that um also make sure that you rest because when i'm under when i'm tired and exhausted um it comes off like some it comes off as irritation and a lot of times i'm not i shouldn't be like putting that negative energy towards because a lot of times it comes off on john y'all it does because i'm like oh crap like i don't feel like doing this no i don't feel like doing that that's another thing that i had to examine myself on as a mom and a wife um because I would come home and be like, I'm so tired. Like, I just want to go to bed. And I had a rough day at work and all this other stuff. But um, I never, I never really think about how he feels. And so I'll just assume, like, he can take the kids and I'm going to sleep and I'm going to take a bath. And um, most of the time I ask, though, because I'll be like, you mind if I take a nice long bath? Um, and I'll do that. And I'll be in there for a very long time, y'all. Like, a very long time until the water's not hot no more. Um, but I will ask that now. I won't just like sneak away. I used to just sneak away like two years ago. I used to just go upstairs <laughs> and sneak away. <laughs> um, but I do ask that now. Like, are you cool with, you know, having a boys while I take a nice long bath? Um, also I, I didn't really pay attention because I was thinking about me and well, sometimes I still do it. Um, I'm thinking about me and I'm thinking about my frustrations and I'm thinking about my work problems. I'm thinking about my exhaustion, but I never like really think about, hey, he might have had a rough day too. He might be going through something too. Like, so shout out to the dads and we gonna do better with like acknowledging the dads and the work that they put in um, because I could not run this household even though I do run this household by myself. Um, I could not run it by myself. Um, so I think it's a team effort. Go team. Team Carter. Hashtag Team Carter. Um, so that's great. And also he helps me like sometimes like tomorrow. He's he just joined. So tomorrow he said that he would take <laughs> he would take Jackson too to my mom's. Um, because I'm starting a new position tomorrow. And so um that helps me. Like that's something that I'm like, oh thank you, because that that allows me to when I wake up at five some five in the morning, like I can just get me dressed and get me out the door and I can catch the bus so I don't have to drive to DC. It just works. Um, but I also realized that he's taking more time out of his morning. So I've already put out a sweatsuit for Hunter. So that means no ironing. He doesn't have to iron anything for Hunter. Um, so that's a sweatsuit for Hunter. I put extra diapers in the bag like I put a lot of diapers and everything in the bag so that he doesn't have to worry about packing the diaper bag so if he decides to take him on Thursday too for me because <laughs> this is gonna be a rough week for me y'all because y'all know I'm a teleworker so this week I'm not teleworking I have to go in the office like every day and it's only four days and y'all that work five days a week whoop, whoop, shout out to y'all but I haven't worked five days in the office since like 2011 yeah I've been teleworking for years. So five days in the office is going to be draining for me. So I'm trying to like get everything together. So I've packed everybody's stuff, just grabbed the bags and the extra diapers will last all week at my mom's house. So he doesn't have to worry about packing a diaper bag and doing that stuff. And everything is just like laid out. So I think it's important that when you do have a village that's supporting you to support your village that's supporting you. 
um, because you never want to take advantage of the stuff that they're doing for you. So try to make it as easy as possible. Um, try to show them your appreciation, wherever, whatever it may be. Like sometimes, actually, he talks about my Target addiction. Like the other day when I went to Target, I bought, they had the $3 uh, really nice beer glasses. I will show y'all, but I don't feel like getting up and coming back. Um, really nice beer glasses. So I bought him those and it was just like, it was $3, but it was two nice beer glasses and he can use them throughout football season or when the snowstorm comes. Yay, snow. Um, but do stuff like that. Um, last weekend was huge, but I, I don't always have mucho dinero to uh, do th that stuff all the time. So little things, just little things. Um, it's so... Also, check in. Check in with each other. I'm here. A lot of moms um, were checking in with me from the uh, breastfeeding thing. A lot of people have been attacked for not breastfeeding their kids, guys. And so that, to me, that touches me with Momish Podcast because I feel like some it's impacting somebody. So a lot of moms came into my inbox and was like, this was dope. I'm glad you did this. Like, I went through this and this and this. And they were giving me their stories. And I'm like, you know what? People are being attacked for not breastfeeding their kids. And that's just not right. It's just not right. So I'm here. If you want to unload on me, we can go get a glass of wine. Or you can just, uh, you know, message me. We could talk or whatever. I'm here. But I think it's good to be like support, having a support system. Um, I do want to start doing like monthly or quarterly um, outings with my mom. All y'all, if you're in the area, just to get out and do something like a girl's night out type thing, mom's night out. Um, yes, target addiction. So that is important, just encouraging and supporting one another. Um, I think that was, I think that was all I had with, because a lot of people like, how you do this? How you go to work and how you um come home and how you still do this and go out and listen, I don't be having the energy sometimes. Like last night I was just like, I don't know how I'm gonna make it. Like I'm exhausted. Like John was laughing at me. I was so tired, y'all, but I got it together because Ashley's like one of my closest best friends, like and We've been friends for years, so I wasn't going to miss her birthday thing. So that's another thing as a mom, like, a lot of people don't understand that sometimes you're exhausted and sometimes you're tired. <laughs> and you like, girl, I'm not going to make it tonight, you know, like, um, but we got to try to push through because sometimes those friends, I was, uh, I forgot who I was talking to. I was having a conversation with some, with some women and we were saying how we felt left out when we became moms or when we were pregnant. Like, our friends kind of like, um, where was I at? I don't remember. Anyway, we felt left out. I, when I was pregnant with Hunter, I went through a huge ordeal because I was like, I'm, I'm always out. Like, I loved being out. I was always at everything. I was in everything. Like, everybody, everything. And I was pregnant during the summer, so I felt like a lot of my friends were like, not inviting me. And I was like, this is pregnancy discrimination. Like, I could still go out with y'all. I mean, I could drink. I could still dance. You can dance when you're pregnant. But I felt like I started getting invites. And I felt, like, left out. 
and like John was still going out and I was like oh my gosh like I feel left out I don't have any friends no more um so but then another woman who doesn't have kids she said she felt left out when all of her friends start having kids and so they became like this mom clique and they will all do uh kitty play dates together or they will say let's do a mom's night out and so she felt left out so I just say um, check on your friends that don't have kids because sometimes we feel left out because we have kids and we feel like our friends are just living their best life and we like, girl, I'm tired. I can't get my hair done. can't get my nails done. I don't have no money. Um, so check on your friends that don't have kids. So Ashley's one of, I think, yeah, I have a couple friends that don't have kids yet. Yeah. But still, I check on them and I try to hang out with them like, and make sure they know like I'm here, you know. Even though I'm exhausted sometimes, I push through um, to do that. And I ended up having a, a good time, a great time. Um, so that's important. And prayer. Y'all, pray up yourself. Pray yourselves up. Pray yourselves up. Because it's just too much going on in the world. Like, So pray yourself up. Pray your kids up. Pray your village up. Whoever's supporting you, like, pray them up because... It's nuts out here, and, and you can easily, like, slip into, like, any type of mindset. So that's important. Oh, uh, thank you, Nana. She said, I'm so grateful for you. I'm always able to share ideas with you, like the elf on the shelf issue. So, guys, it's holiday season, and I was trying to get our family picture attire together because we haven't taken a we haven't taken a family picture since we had Jackson like Jackson has no professional photos everything is iPhone photos with Jackson and so I feel bad because that's the second child syndrome because if you look around our house you see Hunter's little chubby face everywhere it's like all these pictures of Hunter because we took Hunter like every two months to take pictures picture people was getting all of our money and then we switched to portrait innovations but we was always taking pictures like all the time but with Jackson, we haven't did anything. So I'm trying to have these lit Carter holiday pictures uh, this year. And then I was like, oh, it's holiday season. So I want to do the Elf on the Shelf thing. And so I was like, it's really cute. And Kwaisha's on here. And she's amazing at the Elf on the Shelf thing. I don't know where she finds the time to do it or the creative methods that she used. I don't know. But listen, sis works for Santa Claus, like for real. She, I think she really is working for Santa Claus. The way her elf on the shelves be. I'm like, listen, I don't have the energy to do that. And so me and Nana was talking about it because um, we were like, girl, I want to do it too, but I don't got no energy. And so our fear is if we mess up and we don't have the energy to do it, one day then we kind of like taken away from our kids. And then our kids are like, well, is Santa Claus really real? And so I'm whispering because I don't want him to hear me. But so I'm scared about that. Because if I, if I miss one day, listen, I'm going to be upset. So I want to do the elf on the shelf thing. Give me encouragement to do the elf on the shelf thing. Um, so share your ideas. Nothing too extreme, Kwaisha. Just simple for me. But I want to make sure that I do that this holiday. Um, and just creating memories with your kids like I started doing movie dates with Hunter even though he usually doesn't last throughout the whole movie he's gotten better 
he really goes for the snacks. Like, he legit goes to the movies for the snacks. And so, I started doing that with Hunter because I'm like one of those moms that think about the future. And I'm like, I want to create memories. Like, I want to be that mom where my son is like, no, boo, I can't hang with you today because I always take my mom to the movies on Sundays or something like that. And I know it's weird because I don't know if people think, I don't know if any of y'all think like that much in the future about like what y'all going to be doing with y'all kids that far. But that's me. I'm like, I want Hunter and Jackson to always be like, oh, you know, we got to take mom to the movies this week. <laughs> and that'll be our thing. Like, I always have my movie dates with my boys. And so that's important to me. So I've started, I've, me and Hunter have been doing the movie thing since he was maybe one. Actually, he went to the first movie when he was six months. We went to go see Rio, too. Um, and so that's our thing. When the kids' movie comes out, I usually take Hunter and me and him go to the movie. Sometimes John joins us. Sometimes he doesn't. But um, it's usually just us two. And that's our thing. And when Jackson gets old enough, we'll start it. But, yeah, I want them to be, like, 22. And they're like, yeah. We were talking about that at the Ravens game because we saw, like, this old guy with, like, his sons. And John. I was like, that's going to be you, babe. Like, the boys going to be like, you trying to get dead Ravens tickets? Like, I think about this type of stuff it's so cute and I'm just like this is what I want and and that's why I cook so much because I feel like I want them to always come home like when they go to college I can't wait to get home to get moms whatever and I think about dumb stuff like that that's what I do in my spare time <laughs> thinking about the future with my kids <laughs> and then you're going to be the mom who is mad because some girl got hunter nose in the air he missed a movie day yes I am I'm mean, like, oh, you know, we go to the movies every Sunday. It'll be cool, though. But, yeah, so on the mom side, create memories, um, build your support system, uh, support your support system, um, take time for yourself, treat yourself, um, stay rested, uh, pray, stay prayed up, enjoy life. Enjoy the time that you have with your kids because it's too much going on in this world, one. And two, it flies past. Like, I look at Jackson now and I'm like, yo, I just had you. Like, what is going on? And on the wife side, if you're looking to become a wife, if you are a wife, if you're in a relationship, I don't know. But just make sure that you make that time with your significant other um try to do something special to show them that you appreciate try to be mindful of the things that they're sacrificing and compromising um for you on your behalf um and for the kids like i don't think we give the men enough credit guys and i'm trying to do more on that and um just and have fun with each other like live life sometimes the kids are going to stress you out and talk about that because nobody else knows what you're going through except for the person that's going through with you. Okay? Nobody knows that I, how stressed I am with Hunter sometimes. But John does. Because he's just as stressed out as I am. And nobody knows how unrested and exhausted I am. But John knows because we wake up at the same time when Jackson wakes up doing that bark, bark noise. And I'm like, yo... This bok bok noise is driving me nuts. So, it's just, um, those are the things that we got to be mindful of. 
Um, and another thing I wanted to share with y'all, y'all gonna laugh. Some of y'all probably gonna laugh, but I recently had my first parent-teacher conference for Hunter uh, Kindergarten year last Tuesday. And y'all, I cried my eyes out. <laughs> I cried. Like, it was embarrassing. <coughs> it was it was good. Um, she was like, Hunter's, Hunter's on level academically and everything. He's doing good. Um, but they were, like, concerned about his, like, maturity because he's younger. And so Hunter's, he's he literally went to kindergarten at four. And so... I was just so proud of him, one, because he's four, and he was four in kindergarten, he just turned five, and I started crying, y'all, like, I was crying, I'm a crier, and so I started crying, and then she started crying, and the assistant was looking at us like, what is going on, and she was like, you just remind, you, you, you reminded me of my kids, and all this stuff, she's like, You're, you guys are such good parents, like, we don't get the parents that want to go on the field trips. We don't get the parents that actually can't come out in the rain with the parent-teacher conference. And being in education, that is huge. Like, when I was in, in, in the education field, like, parents don't want to come out until they say it's a problem with their child. But I'm always going to be, like, active with knowing what's going on and being involved, especially because this person is with your child, like, more than you are sometimes. Like, so... Yes, girl, the teacher cried. So I'm crying, and then she's crying, and the assistant gets the tissue, and we started going over to work, and then I start crying again because Hunter, like, drew a picture about his cousin and Christian, and I was just, like, emotional, and I was crying again, and then she started crying again, and I was just like, oh, my gosh. And so then the assistant was like, um, the assistant was like, oh, no, that's your baby, like, you, we know, and it was just, it was, it was supposed to be a 15 minute teacher conference. It was 15 minute intervals, but increments, but, um, I guess it was not another parent. Cause we sat there and we chatted it up. And then I came home and John was like, why is your face so red? I was like, I cried. And then Susan cried. And I was just, listen, blowing my nose and everything. It was, it was not cute. So Y'all wish me luck on the next conference for second quarter or whenever they whenever they do it again. Um, Bernard, no, this is not a Make America Great Again hat. This is a Stay Woke hat. And I wore it today for mom purposes because I'm trying to stay woke. But this is, you know, Stay Woke. Stay Woke, my people. Donisha said, oh, we stay on the field trips and try to be active. I want the staff to know me in a good way at the school. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. And on that note, I am going to put Kwaisha out here because I talked to her um, a while ago and she's going to come on the Momish podcast to be interviewed as a mom educator. Um, she's in the education field. She's an amazing teacher in D.C. public schools, which is really great to hear from her about that. Um, and also she's an awesome mom. She has two kids and I can't wait to get on here, get her on here. She's like, Jack, she's, she's, she's the Jackson advocate. Like Jackson does no wrong in her eyes. So, um, when she comes on, it's going to be great. 
um because we'll get a ask we'll kind of get the perspective of the educators that are dealing with our children on a daily basis so i'm looking forward to that episode um and also just being an educator and being a mom because um hunter's teacher was sharing with me her experience how she was so hardcore on her kids and she wanted them to be advanced and and, and all it so is it so i'm gonna save the interview questions but it's kind of like is it hard like i'm talking about being a wife and a mother being a Imagine being an educator and a mom. Like, your kids are... Listen, I don't even know how that will work. So, that's going to be an interesting interview. And I'm going to give you the upcoming now. Um, next week is the interview with um, a young lady named LaVita. Um, she's going to be t- sharing with us her experience and her journey of being a mom with a child with disabilities. Um, so, I'm looking forward to that episode. And I'm probably going to cry on that one, too. I hope I don't because I don't want y'all to see me do the ugly cry. But just to hear her story, because um, sometimes as moms, we complain about the littlest things that we have to do with our kids or or for our kids. Um, And we're not doing it intentionally and we're not doing it out of spite or evilness or whatever, or because we don't want to be moms. We're just venting. Um, But when you think about somebody that has to do so much more, like 10 times, 100 times more then the little things that you're complaining about, like a child handling a child with uh, disabilities. So to hear her journey, because I've worked in special education, but I've worked on it from a teacher aspect um, and not as a mom. So to hear her story and her journey and her experience with that is going to be amazing. So if you guys are free next week, tune in to that on um, November 18th. Um, I'll also be going to do another community outreach, um, serving the senior citizens Thanksgiving dinner um, with the Diva movement next week. Um, So that'll be great. I'll go live a little bit so y'all can see that. Um, Check out the interview on YouTube that I did with 85 Alive, which is an amazing nonprofit organization um, that, (laughs) yes, Jackson is in the background, that... um, helps our young entrepreneur helps our youth of the community become young entrepreneurs um and then check out the interview that i did with erica sullivan with mommy planner um just talking about momish podcast and i'm excited the uh momish uh sweatshirts are coming like i have already talked with the uh printing service so those will be coming so if you're interested in a momish sweat and purchasing a momish sweatshirt um just inbox me your information because i'm gonna try to get everybody's email so then i can send like announcement out with the pricing and everything shipping information i'll be able to grab that um from you but thank you thank you guys for all of the support this was great um and if you have any questions um feel free to ask me if you have any suggestions For future episodes, feel free to chat me. Um, If you just want to go grab a glass of wine, feel free to chat me. Um, So, yeah, this was Momish on a Monday. Momish Monday, because yesterday was crazy. Um, And now I'm about to go get Jackson, because he's crying. We're about to do bath time. And get ready, because I start a new position tomorrow. So you guys pray for me. I have to be in the office all week, um, and I'm starting a new position, which I'm excited about, a great opportunity. So just keep me in prayer, and send your energy, send your uh, Starbucks cards if you would like. 
It's like, no. Nah. <laughs> but no, it's been great, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Feel free to share this video and uh, check it out on iTunes. Bye.